Keep yourself and others safe from COVID-19 by getting a COVID test as soon as you notice any symptoms. Keeping hands clean, wearing a face covering and keeping your distance. There's better days to come. We can do this. For us all. From the HSE. As we move through life, we meet different people and learn of the variety of life experiences available to us. Seldom, however, do we step outside our own comfort zone to sample something totally alien to our own individual norms. But what if you took a leap of faith and tried something totally new? So new, the world did not know of anyone having tried it before you. So new, you didn't know the names of the places you would go before you left. So new, you didn't know the inner strength you would find as a result of zero development. Would you take the opportunity? Would you play it safe with what you already knew and what you're accustomed to? What could you achieve with just a sample of a leap of faith? It's the story of a woman from Cork which answers these questions for us. This is her story. In the North Cork town of Charleville, in 1833, a child was born. Her name was Eliza Lynch. Eliza's father was a doctor, and her mother was the daughter of a Royal Navy officer. The opportunities afforded her to her parents allowed the family to be relatively well off. That was until the Play-Doh plate set its roots in Ireland around the time Eliza turned 12 and the family gathered everything they could and used their contacts in the Navy to set sail for France. They settled in Paris. Here, the family managed to wrangle their way through the class system, through their contacts, to become very familiar with the leaders of society. Eliza mingled with the children whose parents ruled France, both through political powers and through social status. It was through these friends she met a man called Xavier. Xavier was a French army officer who was making quite a name for himself, both as a capable soldier and a diligent leader. When Eliza turned 18, they married and she went with him to Algeria. He was posted here in order to manage those France had ruled through force. Upon arriving in Algeria, Eliza found life tough. Her pale Irish skin was not prepared or adaptable for the African sun. The constant heat did not allow the pleasures of sleep. The lack of instantly available water caused her to have issues with her kidneys. As well as these physical issues, she also felt the great pain for what he was doing in Algeria. She saw great similarities in what was happening in Algeria in her home in Ireland. She wrote a secret letter home explaining to her mother the troubles she was facing on a daily basis and in the dead of night she received a visitor to her room. The visitor took her by the hand and led her to her ship. Here she met a man who explained they had been sent by her mother and they were taken back to France. When she arrived back, she moved in with her mother, who was now well acquainted with the rulers of France. 
This led Eliza to be recognised as a member of the elite circles of France, and she became great friends with Princess Mathilde Bonaparte, the niece of Napoleon Bonaparte. Eliza would discuss with the others of the inner circle the plight of the people whose lands were being taken from them across the world. Much of what she discussed landed on deaf ears. Her views were leading to an ostracization amongst those she wished to have as peers. The princess explained to her, if, as an Irish person in France, she wants to be taken seriously, she should find herself a powerful man whom she can manipulate to her will. She told her the best way to find a man of power was to if she became a courtesan, essentially a form of high-class mistress or prostitute, depending on your worldviews. Eliza agreed to do so, believing it would provide her a platform where she could influence the lives of others. Her fame grew amongst the men of the upper class, particularly amongst those in Napoleon's army. She became known as the pale-skinned Irish girl with golden hair and a provocative smile. The kind of smile that the smallest glint of could force a hunted fox out of his burrow or a crow down from a tree. In 1854, a soldier visiting from Paraguay, called General Francisco Solano Lopez, met Eliza at a party. Taken by her beauty, he began to inquire about her, and was informed of her qualities, not only as a work of art, but as a person. Eliza initially wasn't entirely keen on the young general. That was until she learned of his father, Carlos Antonio Lopez the president of Paraguay. Her interest was piqued by the opportunity of getting to know this man from a family of power. Francisco was over on business, but in the evenings he rejected the opportunity to network with those in power and instead focused on wooing the woman from Charleville. At the end of his business trip, Francesco's heart was torn between returning home and leaving the woman of his dreams in Paris. He asked Eliza to join in Paraguay, and now, having gotten to know him, Eliza did not hesitate to accept the offer, and within a few days of meeting him, she was packing her bags to go with him to the other side of the world, to a land she had never heard of. The following year, Eliza gave birth to the first of their six children. As a result of her previous marriage to Xavier, Eliza and Francisco, and the lack of availability of divorce, they never married. After a few years in Paraguay, Eliza began to think of it as home. She settled well. Being in the upper classes, she seldom had to worry about the heat, the sun or the other issues she faced while she was in Algeria. All she sought and requested, she received. Then, in 1862, a lifelong ambition came true as her father-in-law, the president, died and left his son Francisco in charge. Being unmarried, this made Eliza the unofficial First Lady of Paraguay. In her role, she was known to have the ear of her husband, and often used him as the puppet for her dealings. Enacting the laws and policies she wanted, as well as leading the battles she demanded. 
Francisco was remembered in history as being a man of ambition. However, Eliza would remember him as the vessel which allowed her to fulfill her own ambitions. Two years after Francisco gained power in Paraguay, he found himself coaxed into the War of Triple Alliance, also known as the Paraguayan War. This war saw Eliza's Paraguay battle against the alliance of Argentina, Brazil and Uruguay. The war began over the dispute of lands, lands which Eliza believed to be part of Paraguay, something which Brazil strongly disputed. In 1864, an army of 60,000 Paraguayan soldiers marched into the disputed lands. At the front of the army was Francisco. By his side, on a horse, with the sword raised high into the sky, shouting the orders to march, was Eliza. Eliza fought in the front lines throughout the war. She was regularly seen covered in the blood of her enemies as she cared for the wounded after battles. Three years into the war, Eliza's world was shattered for the first time. She became pregnant whilst travelling through the battlefronts with Francisco. During her pregnancy, she spent much of her time focusing on the medical needs of the wounded soldiers, but remarkably, still also fought in the front lines on occasion. She gave birth to a child they called Lipolo. He died soon after the birth of dysentery as a result of the conditions on the fronts of the battle. On one occasion, as the child was dying, the medical camps of the soldiers were attacked. Eliza wrapped the child in a blanket and strapped him to her chest. She then drew a sword from her side and fought the attackers back away from the wounded. While she received a few nicks for her efforts, the child went unmarked. In 1870, as the war raged on, Eliza was now hardened by battle and the loss of her child. She feared nobody, not even the visitor known as death. By this stage, she was leading a group of women in battle known as Las Residentes, an army made of the wives, daughters and others who supported the soldiers. Their goal to protect their lands. This army met with Francisco's in Cerro Cora on March 1st. They shared battle stories, then bunkered down for the night as they prepared for what would become known as the bloodiest battle in Latin American history. The morning that the battle started, the same as every other battle they had come accustomed to by the time the sun rose on the fateful day. Breakfasts were made, some beer was drunk and some swords were sharpened. Men dressed in their battle gear Boys prayed to one day return home, and mothers prayed for the safe passing of their children into heaven should they fail to return home. Across the valley, the leader of the Empire of Brazil's army, however, had planned that this morning would not continue as normal. As Francesco and Eliza met to discuss a battle plan, they found themselves quickly surrounded in a valley. A loud cry went out from one of the women in Eliza's command to run. A chase broke out. Francisco, his sons and his army bolted back towards their camp. Running on foot, they were no match for the horses, led by the man known as Chico Diablo. 
Frank the Devil to you and me. Eliza faced Meadow Fear and leapt onto a horse of a fallen rival soldier and chased the men chasing her man. Sword in hand, raised high, she cried out to face them like a man. When she rounded the corner, coming out of a wooded area, she saw her husband laying on the floor with six cavalrymen standing over him. Frank the Devil walked towards him and drove a spear through his chest. With no time to grieve, Eliza found herself charging at the cavalry and swinging her sword. She quickly released one of the soldiers' heads from his shoulders as they remounted their horses. They charged off towards her camp with Eliza in hot pursuit, with the dead Francisco tied to her horse. When they arrived at a camp of civilians, Eliza saw her 15-year-old son standing alone at the entrance to the gate with his sword drawn. He was asked to move and simply responded. The sons of Paraguay in Ireland do not surrender. He refused to remove himself, and as Eliza charged towards him to stand in battle with her son, a large volley of revolvers deafened all those in the valley, and Eliza's heart was broken. As her son Juan fell to the ground, life simply left his body. Eliza jumped onto his body in a failed attempt at protection. She turned to the cavalry and shouted, Is this the civilization you have promised? Referencing the false promises of the Empire. As one of the soldiers went to arrest her, she drove her sword through his stomach and said, First they will be buried. As the cavalry watched on, and the man she had stabbed bleeding out, Eliza dug two graves with her bare hands and placed the two men she had lost inside them before covering them again. She was then taken away. The new government banished her from the land after she spent some time in a prisoner of war camp. She did attempt to recover her property in Paraguay with her remaining children, but was threatened with death by the new Brazilian president. Eliza passed away in obscurity in Paris in 1886, dying as just another name on another tombstone. Hundred years later, the Paraguayan leader, Alfredo Strassener, requested her body be returned to Paraguay. Today, she now lies in the National Cemetery and is remembered as a national hero and the Queen of Paraguay. Her influence on Paraguay culture can still be seen today in a type of music known as the Paraguayan polka, a form of music she invented and insisted on in all state functions. Normally unremarkable, apart from the fact that it's exclusively played on an Irish harp. As well as this, the music traditionally is accompanied by a dance, which shares its patterns and rhythms with Irish crossroads dancing. Today's music was written, performed and produced by Ryan O'Halloran. 
The story was researched and scripted by myself, Oren. If you enjoyed hearing Eliza's story and want to help us share more, you can support this podcast by buying us a coffee at www.buymeacoffee.com slash We The Irish. We The Irish is an Ireland production. Ornus Anandum, Gurmagut, Slaninish.